Power 98.7 Podcast. Power Lunch. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. on Power 98.7. Now, we're talking. All right, uh, 25 minutes before 2 o'clock. It is a Tuesday and time for your personal finance Tuesdays. Uh, certified financial planner Gerald Mwandiambira joining us in the studio. And uh, we're talking about the importance of a financial advisor. Maybe you have a financial advisor uh, and, and maybe you want to share with us how that has improved your financial wellness. Uh, maybe you were wayward, you know, fananami, just spend whenever. Uh, and then you got yourself a financial planner and, uh, you know, the, the the whole direction of your life financially was significantly improved. We'd love to hear from you on 0861987000. Tweet at parafem987. Tweet at Miss Apilele as well as at smongila underscore g. You can also email apilele at parafem.co.za. How are you doing, Gerald? I'm good and good afternoon to all the Power FM listeners. You can grab those headphones. There we go. There we go. So, so... The role of a financial advisor, I mean, you always talk about, uh, whenever we have our conversations, you always talk about uh, whatever we talk about, and then in the end you say, get yourself a financial advisor. So what is the role of a financial advisor in my life? Okay, the most important part is, let's first understand the background to why you need a financial advisor and how they're governed. Mm -hmm. It's actually governed by a law, and it's the FASE Act, which is the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act, Mm -hmm. and it aims to protect you by prescribing how financial services, advice, and intermediary services are offered to you in respect to financial services and products. So... It's important to realize that everyone who talks money, who comes to you and purports to be offering advice is acting within the ambit of the law. Right. If they fail to give you the right of advice, they are, they are liable to a prison term of up to 10 years wow. and a fine of up to 10 million rand. Jeez, okay? is it that deep? So, so it, it's serious <laughs> business. Yeah. So when people come and talk to you about money, they should be well-versed in terms of what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, Section 8A of the Act says that they should also embark on continuous professional development. So mm. when they talk to you, they mustn't talk to you about last year's things. You should be able to ask them about what's happening right now. Yeah. How does it impact on the advice which they're giving to you? Mm-hmm. So that's important. Other laws? Just quickly, FICA, which is the Financial uh, Intelligence Center Act, that's about money laundering. Mm-hmm. It's about catching the criminals. Um, POPI, which is protection of personal information. When you give your information to an advisor, you, sh- you mustn't suddenly get lots of stalkers and calls from yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's important. Your information should be, pr- be protected. Yeah. As well as the POCA, which is the prevention of organized um, corruption. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again... That's important. So it's a regulated industry through the Financial Services Board. And there's two categories of advisors, in my opinion. Okay. 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 There are those you would term as brokers or tied intermediaries. And these are simply product specialists representing product houses. They can explain what a product does for you and they can sell it to you. Mm -hmm. And that's about all they'll do. Okay. Um, Then you get the good guys. And these are the guys I'm always selling in week in, week out. And these are the CFP professionals. And these ones tend to offer holistic financial advice. And essentially, um, these are professionals who've gone through board exams, um, postgraduate qualifications. And they're there for you to to ensure that you remain in good financial health through all stages of your life and help you when financial impediments um, crop up. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to say, but the guy I spoke to, I don't know if he's a CFP or not. Um, but he sold me something. Yeah. 
if you met a CFP professional, this is what happened. You went through these six steps. You were given an introduction in terms of they introduced who they are, where they're from, and showed you qualifications and who they are. Right. They went through a discovery phase. That's what I was doing with you last week. Asked you a lot of questions, mm. everything about your life, building a picture about who you are. Okay. Then they went away and they did some analysis, came back and recommended products and actions, not necessarily products. Let me just say recommended action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then ask you to implement it and they review it regularly. Right. If your financial guy, you haven't seen him since he sold you, then more often than not, he definitely was not a CFP professional yeah. and he just sold you what he needed to sell you. Mm -hmm. And often what happens is when these guys sell you stuff, they sometimes do more harm than good because you get scenarios where sometimes a guy sells you a motorbike helmet when you ride a bicycle. You know, <laughs> or, or or you get a, a situation where you're sold a motorbike instead of a tricycle because these guys are simply pushing products. Right. So what we're trying to do on Personal Finance Tuesdays is to get people to realize that financial planning is core of yeah. your existence because you work for a living. Yeah. And it's important that you entrust someone who can be able to take you through this journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and what happens with, you know, the bogus... I mean, you, you just to took us through the whole process uh, that a certified financial advisor, certified financial planner would have to go through uh, in order for them to be called a financial planner. Uh, but there are those ones who are bogus. How do they slip through the, track, the, the, the cracks? I wouldn't say that they're bogus. Often what happens is someone was working for... Oh, they just give you bad advice. They give you bad advice sometimes. <laughs> or sometimes it's someone who's been fired for by a company for mm. bad advice mm. or mm. they just weren't doing their work right. And there, there are certain things you can look for yeah. to avoid the drama which accompanies things going wrong. Mm -hmm. And some, some of the signs to spot someone who might be a bit offish yeah. are things like um, he doesn't have credentials. So he doesn't have a, a, a registration number. Yeah. He doesn't have a membership number of a professional body. Mm -hmm. He's just there in jail and he's just there to take your money and or sell you something. Yeah. That shouldn't be the purpose why he's there. Right. He should be there to help you. Often the way I always use the example is that we're financial doctors. Mm. So a doctor, you sit and you consult, you tell him your problem and he gives you a solution for the problem. Yeah. But he doesn't sell you the medicine at his desk. Mm. That's not what a doctor does. He the then sends you the that. prescription Sure. And he says, you know what? I might have a pharmacy at the back. Yeah. You can pick up there or you can go to whatever pharmacy you mm -hmm. like. And essentially, that's what a financial doctor does. He yeah. gives you the right advice mm -hmm. and gives you a prescription, which yeah. is your financial plan. Right. How you implement that plan, you then can go to either a product house mm -hmm. on your own or he then helps you to do that. But a, a doctor doesn't sell medicine. You don't go to the doctor to buy pills and tablets. And often what you're getting is people who are walking into people's homes, taking vast amounts of money and leaving products mm. which often are inappropriate. Yeah. So some of the signs is no credentials, they represent no one, and sometimes also it's too good to be true. Mm. Hey. You know, if I, it sounds too good to be true, it sounds probably too is. good, looks too good, yeah. Denzel Washington eyes, you know, that kind of thing. Yes, yeah. you need to ask yourself if it's so good. How come it's only me who's seeing this today? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, what you tend to to get with the bogus guys is sometimes they ask for cash. Cash is an absolute no-no if you're dealing with a financial ah. planning professional. Mm -hmm. You tend to make any money transfers to either product providers, which are recognized companies, so you know who you're paying. Or in certain instances, certain financial services product providers who are also um, registered and who you can use. You also find that um, 
some advisors try and sell your product which they invented. Suddenly, these guys are so good, so yeah. sweet, yeah, that yeah. they can they created this thing which is better than anyone has thought of. Mm. That's a problem when you hear that. And often, they talk you down. Mm. You don't want to be in a room with someone who makes you feel like you're dumb. Like you're an idiot. No, you? you're not an idiot. It's just that you, you're, you're, not a trained, you're not a trained financial professional, yeah. but you're not an idiot. Yeah. So if you get that scenario where you now you feel like you're and being that talked hurts, down. You know? That hurts. Do, do, <laughs> don't, don't sit there and take it. You can ask right. the person to leave you if they're constantly talking you down. Yeah. Often you also get the people who... S- you call they don't call back mm. emails mm. are not returned that's not professional right. if that's happening you don't need mm. you don't need to be talking to that person so also it's important that you meet someone who can speak their mind mm. often mm. sometimes we'll you'll tell to- you the ugly truth you're told things which you don't want to hear yeah and so often that's the good start of a good relationship right. because they t- ask you to do what I always say, look at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It's not comfortable, yeah. but at least it's the truth, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that's also an important way of spotting the ones who might give bad advice right. from the good ones. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. We're talking the importance of a financial advisor. Do you yourself have one? Uh, how has that helped you in terms of your financial wellness? We'd love to hear from you. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. You can tweet at parfm nine eight seven. Tweet at Miss Apelele. Tweet at Spongile underscore G. And also email Apelele at parfm Gerald Mwandiambira joining us in the studio. He is certified financial planner and really just telling us what to look out for. Uh, the most important uh, thing to spot uh, when it comes to a good financial advisor, a good financial planner. So if you yourself have a story to share about how that has changed your financial life, I'd love to hear from you. The power line once more is 0861-987-000. So everybody who is earning money, who has a salary, should have a financial advisor? Well, if your salary is the reason you wake up and spend most of your week away yeah. from your children, your family, and your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So isn't it important to have someone who looks after um, that that aspect of your life. Yeah. Just like you have someone who looks after the legal aspect if you end up in the on the wrong side of the law, just yeah. like you, you look after your body, look after the most important asset you have, which mm. is your finances. Yeah. Uh, I have a tweet here from Nico who's asking a very important question saying, uh, how do the financial doctors, as you call them, Gerald, uh, charge for a consultation? So how is it that you guys get paid for the advice that you render? Okay, that's, a, that's, that's an important question. Mm-hmm. Um, what you have is a scenario where... Tradi- they must stop calling you. You, uh, you are on radio. Okay. Um, often, <laughs> often what you tend to get is that historically, yeah. financial advisors, before they needed training and board exams and mm. all this complicated stuff, would simply come, sell your product and get paid commission. Right. And often it was lots of commission. Okay. So they sold lots of products which people didn't need. Mm. And then times changed and we started moving towards an environment where we have to treat customers fairly. And what's happening now is we're moving towards what they call RDR, which is a retail distribution review, Mm -hmm. which is going to start cutting out commission. okay, and start enabling people to actually pay for the advice from their advice provider. It hasn't been implemented yet. But it's important now that if you meet a progressive financial planning professional, you'll tell you, look, this is my normal rate. However, because it hasn't been changed yet, Mm. I'm going to earn commission. But when the commission goes, you will have to pay me for my advice. And I think that's the future. Mm. Right now, when you see a financial planner, he shouldn't be charging you for any advice. Um, Often the first consultation is free. Mm -hmm. If 
he makes a recommendation which you take up which involves product mm-hmm. then obviously he's going to get paid by the product provider okay, okay? Wow. but okay. some financial planners right now if you take that recommendation and you decide not to act on it or it's not yet the right time he may ask you to pay a fee and that's that's a fee you agree upon right it's not regulated it's okay. it's about a relationship remember okay. you don't go to every doctor and know exactly how much they charge mm-hmm. to, to to render their service mm-hmm. some are specialists you know, yeah. some are specialists in certain things and mm. you pay more because they specialize. Right. So that's the direction we're going. But at the moment, the short answer to your question is you shouldn't pay for advice. But with specialized financial planners, their time is money. They yeah. might ask you to pay it. Yeah. But often when they re- receive a commission, they'll waive the fee. Yeah. But in the future, that may change. Is there ever a, a situation where someone cannot afford a financial advisor, even if they are working, even if, um, you know, they have money coming in on a monthly basis or, or whatever the case may be. But do you ever find a situation where people can say, I can't afford you, I can't afford, I don't earn enough? Okay. <laughs> You can't not earn enough to see someone to look at the picture. Yeah. Remember I said the first consultation, he's, he's never going to charge you for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Sit down with someone. If he's someone who's bona fide and knows his story, he'll yeah. find a plan. Mm. And he'll find a way in which you can embark on a relationship and, and fix your finances. I yeah. have lots of clients who have charged nothing because we're still in the fixing phase. Right. When they are fixed, obviously... We can move on to the next phase, mm-hmm. but it's about ethics. That's another thing what you get from um, uh, CFP professionals. They, they, they're bound by a code of ethics. Yeah. So a doctor, just like you walk into a doctor's surgery if you're injured, he can't say, I'm not treating you because you don't have money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So generally, if someone comes in and in bad financial mm-hmm. shape, mm-hmm. ethically, I have to make a plan to help you. Yeah. If it's not me who's helping you, at least I'll take you to someone who can. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. We are talking the importance of a financial advisor. What to look out for, as uh, as far as you know, selecting the right kind of financial advisor, the right the right kind of financial planner. We are in conversation with Gerald Mwandiambira, who is certified financial planner. It is Personal Finance Tuesday, and you can also email apilele at pyrethem.co.za. So, what are some of the horror stories that uh, people tell you when it comes to their experiences with financial? advisors the biggest horror story you get is i don't know what i bought (laughs) that's when you know that's a real horror horror story yeah you've been paying every month but if i ask you what exactly did you buy you Mm. don't know Mm. and Mm. that's a problem because it means that when you are buying you were not explained what you're buying and what's uh, what it what it does so that's the scenario where i say you bought a helmet for Mm. your tricycle Mm. or you bought a motorbike instead of um a tricycle so so that's important If you were given good service, you definitely understand exactly what you bought and what it does. And regularly you meet that person in the street Mm -hmm. or in in the office again, not in the street, in his office to say, okay, we did this last time. Now moving to phase two, phase three, phase four. It wasn't a one night stand where you met the person and they're gone. You never see them again. Mm -hmm. When things do go wrong, you do have recourse. Okay. 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 Often you can either get recourse from the product provider. So i.e. if you were sold something and you know the company, but the person who sold it to you didn't explain what it is, Mm. they can fix the problem and try and find a way of fixing things. Mm -hmm. If that fails, there's a person called the ombudsman. Yeah. The phase ombudsman, that's F-A-I-S, ombud. Mm-hmm. And you send him an email and basically he will then call the insurance company or the, the product provider, yeah. the financial advisor, because it certainly wasn't a financial planner who gave you bad advice, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and also, 
if it is a financial planner, still call the client, put yeah. you all into a room, yeah, and essentially mediate over the process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people out there, if you are listening and you know you've got a product which you don't understand what it is or what it does. I think that's a reason alone for you to start looking for someone who's actually going to manage and assist you to build wealth actively. Yeah. 0861987000 is the number for you to dial to also be a part of our conversation. Uh, We're talking financial advisors and maybe you have one and it's changed the way in which you operate financially, the way in which you manage your finances. Uh, And, and, you know, you have a good story to tell or maybe you have a bad story to tell. Uh, That is also welcome on 0861987000. You can tweet at parfim987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. Speak up. Speak up. Call the power line on zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. And it's seven minutes before two o'clock. Power lunch on power nine eight seven. Ganelo bringing through a very interesting point, a very good point, uh, saying that freelancers and artists need a different kind of financial advisor that tailors to the fluctuation of your income. You know, some months are better than others, type of situation, uh, and and really saying that she's yet to find one herself. So in a situation where people are uh, freelancers, their incomes are not really the same every month. Fluctuate some good months some bad ones those are the people that need financial advice the most correct definitely because as an artist you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from and how big <laughs> it will be on yeah and the, the gap in, in between can be quite big mm. okay mm. there are products which can be or they let me not even go product there are things we can do to assist an artist and yeah. i think if you haven't found anyone can anyway find me afterwards mm-hmm. Certified financial planning professionals can tailor a plan for anybody. Okay. Okay. Whether you're self-employed or whether you're an artist, there are financial solutions out there Mm -hmm. that can help you to meet your financial needs in the long term. Yeah. What we do as CFP professionals is we set goals Mm. and we make sure that we reach those goals over time. Right. And that's how you know you got good advice. Mm -hmm. So if you are looking for advisors, um, for CFP professionals, there's a website. It's fpi.co.za. fpi.co.za. That's a financial planning institute. Now, not every financial advisor out there is a CFP professional. There's a lot of people who are also studying towards becoming a CFP professional. And that, that, that doesn't disqualify their advice or their knowledge or their desire to give you good service. And also, you can look up... Um, those advisors on the financial advisors website i think it's f-a-i-s mm-hmm. okay let me just double check on that one all right all right let's take bruce in the meantime bruce is driving hi bruce hey how are you good how's it i'm okay man it's mm. the question guys eh? yeah yeah actually i got my mother she bought actually a pension in one of these actual financial institutions eh? uh-huh yeah, so the problem is one, uh, actually there's a certain amount of money that she's actually getting paid out of her pension, but that time when she signed actually the, what is it, her pension document, she was sick, so she just signed the papers and then she never knew about actually, you know, the repercussions of what she, what she was signing for. Yeah. So currently I contacted the financial advisor, I think it was two months ago, mm-hmm. I asked him if he could increase my mother's pension fund because... Currently now, she cannot afford with actually the current pension that she's getting. Yeah. And no one actually gave her advice. And then when I go back to those guys and ask them if they can assist her, they said actually she bought a flat rate pension whereby she cannot increase it. Oof, okay, that is that is quite the stick there, uh, Gerald. Yeah. I think, yes, um, I, I, I hear your story. I think what happened is 
your mother bought a pension product or an annuity product and yes. there's two types of annuity one is called a life annuity and one is called a living annuity mm. and she must yes. have bought a life annuity which has tends to pay out a set pension or mm. annuity for the rest of your life mm. or up to a predetermined period yeah um the thing that stands out about your case is that your mother was ill yeah when she signed the documents yeah. to me that's a case in itself mm -hmm. so what i would suggest is you take up this matter with the product provider explaining that your mother's health may not have allowed her to make a sober or sound judgment or yeah. understanding of the product which she was put into mm -hmm. failing that definitely take this one up to the phase ombudsman mm -hmm. or, or, or or the or the life assurance ombudsman there's different ombudsmen by the way yeah. depending on certain products so there's yeah. long-term insurance which our pensions fall under that will be www.ombud.co.za oh yeah pension funds is the pfa.org.za short-term insurance is osti.co.za we've already spoken about the phase ombud.co.za that's about bad advice and bad advisors mm. if it's a banking issue it's obsa.co.za. That's another ombudsman for banking. And if you've had problems with the credit agreement, it's creditombud.org.za. And motor industry, which is another big one for mm. a lot of issues for a lot of people, it's miosa.co.za. So these different ombudsmen yeah. act on behalf of customers. Just quickly as we wrap, just remind us again uh, where Bruce should be going to, to have his matter uh, attended to. You should definitely appear, the, uh, I'll go to the long-term insurance ombudsman, that's ombud.co.za and mm -hmm. they should pick up the matter. I think the key matter which you raise is that she was in ill health yeah, and yeah. anyone would not give advice to someone who's clearly incapacitated mm -hmm. or unable to make the right decision. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, thank, well, thank you. you is that helpful for you, uh, Bruce? It's helpful for me. Let me take it from there. And then All if right. I cannot be able to solve it, I'll call it back again. All right. Thank you okay, so much for you. that call. Bruce uh, was out on the road. Gerald, uh, people who want to keep up with you, how do they do so? It's um, askgerald.co.za. That's askgerald.co.za or at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. And all those artists who are struggling in their financial planning, I do have clients who are in entertainment and mm. I totally understand mm. your needs. Mm. That's Gerald Mwandiambira. He is Certified Financial Planner and talking to us about the importance of a financial advisor. Uh, you can still bring through your emails. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email up at and tell me how your life has improved for the better. Maybe, you know, you have some horror stories that you'd like to share. You're still welcome to send through your emails. It is exactly a minute before two o'clock.